Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another infected episode of Good Morning Liberty Podcast. I'm one of your hosts here, Charles Not Sick Thompson. With me, as always, the one who has all the COVID you could ever imagine. He's in a box, though. He came to do the show in a bubble. Don't worry for all you people watching out there. It's invisible because we do some amazing CGI camera work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Nate's inside of his bubble. We set up the microphone in there so he can't spread this thing in the podcast room. It's just me and him in here, and I have knowingly taken the risk. You are. To be in here with you and your bubble. Um, Does that get do you any show. points with a live group, by the way? Because you're putting yourself in harm's way. You are risking death right now. I'm putting my post-infection immunity and my vaccination status up to the test. Yeah. I did it this weekend with my wife, too. It's held up so far. You might just end up coming away with even better immunity if you do get a little bit of Omicron. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I do have uh, I do mean, have I probably COVID. was a carrier. It just I never developed into you any definitely sickness. brought it to me, and then I brought it to my wife. And I wasn't she, here. Though. That's true. You didn't come in. Dang it. I can't blame it on you. <laughs> okay. Well, it's definitely all my wife's family that was sick then. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Much, much appreciated. No, it's okay. Listen, we all know what risks are. We take them every single day. Charlie took one by coming in here because he decided that it was worth it. I took it. Because I care more about the show. Yeah. Than uh, I do my own life. I took the risk for, uh, I took the risk for a bunch of other people that work in this building <laughs> on their behalf. <laughs> but you didn't breathe when you walked in. No. To the studio. No, I didn't. I yeah. think you're a little too far from the mic right now, just to say. Just, or maybe you can like, like I'm the tilt same, it. I'm the same distance. Like you sound like you're further back here, which is fine. You know, if we're, well, I can do that too. If you want me to talk back here, you just turn up, that's turn fine. me up. We don't, you know, normally when you see people, they're not like right up on the microphone while they're doing this. So we is don't this, have to do that. Is this better? I, that does sound better. Okay. It's fuller. Yeah. Okay. So I'll leave it here. It's white pill Wednesday. That's the day oh, where we, we put a positive spin on all of the things that are going on. We even try to find some good wins that are out there for liberty or for our culture or society. We talk about whatever good things we could possibly find. Now, at first I had a hard time finding things, but then I, I found a couple things and we might not actually have enough time to talk about everything. It's so gall darn good. Some of these you might not find as a white pill. Maybe it's just a small win in one direction. I don't know. The The moral of the story is deal with it. Okay, just get over it. All right, well, that's, here's that's the problem on these white pill Wednesdays, Nate. Yeah, what is if that? If I have hate in my heart, what do I do with it? You got to let it out tomorrow. Okay. Actually, you save all of, her, all of it for dumb bleep of the week, then that would be oh, okay. even better. Just let all that hate in your heart out on Fridays. I'll sa- save it all. Okay, the very first thing here, you guys know the trucker thing that's going on. That's still happening. Okay, I want to, for White Pill Wednesday, if we don't talk about this 
trucker protests going on in Canada, then what the heck kind of white pill Wednesday is that? All of these thousands of people coming together, protesting the tyrannical government mandates in what seems to be a mostly peaceful manner, at least. Uh, I still haven't seen any reports of people being arrested or anything. It's a bunch of Canadians, so what kind of violence do you really expect? There's not, I mean, yeah. someone may be litter, but I'm sure plenty of people came behind them and cleaned, and, it, uh, up. cleaned it up. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it seems to be a pretty, uh, a they pretty have a peaceful saying up there protest. says, if you litter, I will follow. That's, uh, so that, I hadn't heard that specific one, but it sounds like one that they might have. Okay, so. When I was in Greenland, I heard, you know, right across the border. You mean a lot of Canadians over there? And, there were actually, yeah, because they, they just walked. They just walked right over. Yeah, like when it freezes <laughs> over, they just go right exactly, over there. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So I was talking with them about it, and that they said their ancestors said that. So the anti-vaccine protesters say that they're going to block Ottawa for as long as necessary. Now I don't know what the outcome of this whole thing is going to be. I find it unlikely that the government is actually going to cave in on all the vaccine mandates, which is what they've pretty much decided the protests are for right now. I don't really think it's going to happen. So I think at some point in time, uh, they're going to end up having to truck on out of there, but, but we'll see. Truck drivers who've been blockading. Now, the headline says anti-vaccine protesters. <laughs> That's not the white pill part of this, I guess, right. but that is what the headline says. Anti-vaccine. From, from Reuters. Yeah. Uh, that's not what they are. They're anti-vaccine mandate protesters. I'm sure a lot of them are against vaccines in general, but it's not an anti-vaccine protest. It's an anti-vaccine mandate protest. But these days, that means the same thing. Truck drivers who've been blockading downtown Ottawa for six days on Wednesday said they have no intention of leaving the Canadian capital until the government scrapped COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Mandates, by the way. That's a key word there. Despite increasing complaints from residents about noise, pollution. I knew that this was going to be a thing eventually, by the way, that climate change is going to be a danger to everyone. They're going to end up talking about how much pollution all the trucks are bringing. Pollution and aggressive behavior from some truckers. Ottawa police have declined to end the protest, citing the risk of aggravating tensions. Quote, we understand your frustration, but the responsibility for your inconvenience lies squarely on the shoulders of politicians. Protest leader Chris Barber said in a statement to Ottawa residents, we are here and we are not going anywhere until we achieve our objective to see an end of all COVID-19 mandates. And with that, a restoration of freedoms of all Canadians, he said. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police on Tuesday moved in on truckers blockading the U.S. border of the town, uh, but pulled back after clashes with some of the drivers. Look at some of these photos I'm rolling across here as we do this. This is a sign. 2022 is 1776. Yeah, this is in Canada. 2022 is 1776. These people on the overpasses cheering on, doing that whole thing. Here's a sign that says, love thy neighbor, resist tyranny. I like it. It's a good thing. And in a completely unrelated story that probably has nothing to do with the trucker protests whatsoever, Charlie's going to bring you another piece of news. It has nothing to do. Before that, though, are you streaming in a lesser quality or is it just my? No. Can, can you all see this in HD? I don't know. Depends on what your internet is, I guess. Okay. Just making sure. Um, so anyway, in unrelated news, as Nate said... Uh, Canada's Quebec scraps plan for health tax of unvaccinated people. Hmm. Just out on on a blue, out of the blue, on the whim. Ran, completely random timing. 
has nothing to do with the protests at all. Also from Reuters, the Canadian province of Quebec is scrapping a plan that would make adults who refuse COVID-19 vaccines pay a special health contribution. Uh, Premier Francis Legault. Probably Francois Legault. Francois Legault announced on Tuesday saying the idea is too divisive. Hmm. Hmm. Legault unveiled the proposed measure last month, saying those who chose to avoid inoculation should help cover the extra cost imposed on the health system by the coronavirus. Experts said the idea would go against the spirit of Canada's universal public health system. And we talked about this, by the way. Mm -hmm. This is the type of things that can happen when you have a universal public health system. At least they have a benevolent person who came up with the idea willing to scale it back. That's true. Wait until there's someone else in there who won't. <laughs> Legal said he was worried about the divisions that COVID-19 and measures introduced to fight it had caused in Quebec, the second most populous of the 10 provinces. My role is try to keep Quebecers, 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 Quebecers. That's my role is to try to bring Quebecers and teach people about that word. Mm-hmm. Together to stay united. This is why we won't go ahead with the health contribution, he told reporters. I understand that this divides Quebecers, and right now we need to build bridges. Quebec and neighboring Ontario, which together account for around 61% of Canada's population, are starting to lift restrictions amid signs that the Omicron variant has peaked. That's why they're doing it. Yeah. That's why they're lifting all this (laughs) stuff. The the, the signs are. Maybe that is the reason. It's possible. Yeah. Ontario removed some limits on businesses on Monday, allowing restaurants, malls, and cinemas to start operating with a 50% capacity. It plans to further relax curbs later in February and March. Yep. From the deadliest disease humans have ever seen. So we, we either have just really completely random convenient timing or a slight response to the protests that are going on right now. If it's a, but either way, it's good, I guess. I would like it if it were a response to the protest, but of course, they're not going to say that if it is. But I, I think that we can chalk this up as a win. The timing is uh, very suspect right here, just like that timing of Trudeau getting COVID 19 right as the truckers were rolling into town. That was also completely random, of course. All right, so the next thing, this is one that, uh, we're going to put a positive spin on it, but you might not find it as a, as a white pill. But I'm going to put a positive spin on this whole situation right here. Whoopsie Goldberg suspended from The View after Holocaust remarks. They suspended her for, for that? For two weeks. <laughs> no way. Yeah. So she's been suspended. I watched this thing. It was... It was ridiculous. I just... I can't believe they pay her to be on a show. So here's... I'll just go ahead and tell you my positive spin right now okay what's positive from this she's an idiot and she's getting (laughs) called out for it and she said some really dumb stuff and she's getting a little bit of a punishment right now and this is just gonna break a little bit of that that shield that people have around thinking that she's ever making any sense when she's talking because she really showed just how much of an idiot she was i'm sorry but she's so dumb so that is why that is why I took this as a white pill, because overall, we'll play some other videos and talk about some stuff here in a bit, but we're starting to see just a little crack start to appear 
and the whole narrative and the strength of left or leftism or whatever it is, where people are really starting to think, man, I think maybe these people might be crazy. You know, there was even some folks on the View. Uh, some of the other were were pushing back on her and mm -hmm. like, "What? Well, what do you mean it's not about race?" Yep. Um, ABC. So we'll talk about that here. ABC said it has suspended Whoopsie Goldberg for two weeks as the moderator of its daytime talk show. The View, after she made controversial remarks on Monday's broadcast regarding the root causes of the Holocaust. During the broadcast, Ms. Goldberg said the Holocaust, in which six million Jews were killed by Nazi Germany during Adolf Hitler's reign as chancellor, was not about race, but rather man's inhumanity to man. Now, if you don't mind, I'd Which like is to... like, what does that mean? Yeah, I'd like to say a nuanced thing about this. We've talked about this before, by the way, and we did talk about how it wasn't as much about racism as it was about a class war. We talked a little bit about that. Now, I know that the, the policy, the overall thing, was obviously implemented on like in a racist way. They were clearly going towards a race of people. What we talked about was why did they pick out that race of people and get everyone to hate them? You know, that, that is the part that we because picked during, out. during the hard times, the, it was their Jews were the successful bankers yes. and still had the successful shops. And so they were able to pick out a race of people and they didn't just say all of the, we're going to take all the successful capitalists and we're going to put them in camps and everything. They decided to apply it based on a race of people is what they were doing. And they were going to create by their the perfect way, uh, it's happening race in America right now. Yeah. Um, the yeah. hatred, the hatred for the rich, oh yeah, coincides with being white, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because people don't hate rich black people. No, the hatred is for the rich white people, the, the oh. old rich white man. So you're saying that uh, what's going on against people like us right now is just like the Holocaust? Didn't I got say you. that. <laughs> Didn't say that. Never said it. Uh, she also said, "This is white people doing it to white people. So y'all going to fight amongst yourselves." ABC News President Kim Goblin said Tuesday evening that she was suspending Ms. Goldberg for her wrong and hurtful comments and that the entire ABC News organization stands in solidarity with our Jewish colleagues, friends, family, and communities. Uh, she apologized, and they also had the person who runs the Anti-Defamation League come on there and said the Holocaust was about race. The Nazi Party advocated for the creation of a master race and the elimination of Jews across the globe. So anyway, like I was saying, to me... The white pill part of this is uh, a lot of these people are idiots that are just out there saying stupid stuff all the time. And as she has continued to be able to say stupid thing after stupid thing every day, she got a little bit too comfortable with the thoughts that were actually inside of her head and thought that she could say all of them, which, hey, I'm not advocating for people being suspended or fired based on stuff that they said, but I am an advocate for calling it out when it's really dumb and this is getting called out. So that's a good thing. Also, but here's the thing. Why wasn't she fired? <laughs> um, that's a good question. Because if it was, I don't know, Tucker Carlson. Literally, if anyone on the right would have said what she said, that it wasn't. Here's what she said. And thanks to Ben Shapiro for pointing this out to me. Here's what she said. Everyone is racist except for Hitler. <laughs> that's what she said. No, that wasn't racism. Everything else is racist all the time. But the only person I can think of that isn't racist is Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. Literally, if anyone else would have said that, then they would have gotten fired immediately. The exact same words. In the exact same way. She's suspended. Yes. And look, I'm against cancel culture. Okay. I think people should be allowed to mess up. They should be allowed to have bad thoughts so they can put them out into the world like she did. 
receive all the backlash and then change your opinion. That's how change comes about, by the way, is public discourse, people being allowed to fail people. you know, I'm just mad that they cancel all these other people. Um, I don't want the same thing done to the people I don't like. Yeah. I, I want, I want people to get suspended, get reprimanded, have some backlash, rethink what they said and be like, you know what? I was wrong. It was about race and, and I shouldn't have thought that I, I was ignorant. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what she is. She's ignorant. So the good part this, is there's this, by the way, there's this TikTok, TikTok couple, I think that's hilarious. And the, the guy is a super Southern calls his wife ignorant all the time. <laughs> that sounds hilarious, He's Charlie. Like, that's just ignorant. <laughs> so what she is, is ignorant. Okay. Yeah, she is. And she got called out for it. And now she didn't get fired like they would have fired anyone else, but a little slap on the wrist. Maybe at least we'll bring up just how dumb she is. Okay, Charlie. Another thing happened here. <laughs> California tried to have universal health care and sorry, they couldn't on. get it. Back on whoopsie. Todd says from the live group, which you could join by going to goodmorningliberty.locals.com. He said, Charlie, it's Black History Month. You cannot fire Whoopi in February. <laughs> That's true. We didn't think of that. That's, yeah. So suspended. That's yeah. It. And we'll see. You know, I don't think this will happen, but it, it wouldn't be the first time if she got suspended and then she got fired during this time. This is also, you know, Chris Cuomo was suspended for two weeks before he eventually got fired. Okay. Oh, and by the way, the, uh, the president of the CEO of uh, CNN stepped down today because of an inappropriate relationship with a coworker. Oh, so pretty suddenly. How about uh, that? Jeff uh, Zucker, maybe. I don't know. Something mm. like that. Anyway, we got to take a break so I can tell you about our new sponsor, the Bound by Oath podcast. Why is it so difficult to sue police and other government officials, even when they're violating the Constitution? The Bound by Oath podcast examines legal doctrines like qualified immunity that close the courthouse doors on victims of government misconduct. Brought to you by the Institute for Justice, a nonprofit law firm that litigates police brutality, free speech, and other civil rights cases, Bound by Oath is a legal history podcast with scholars, journalists, and litigators that feature stories of real people fighting to hold government officials accountable for using excessive force, lying on the witness stand, for putting innocent people in prison, and much more. You can listen to Bound by Oath on any podcast app, and I can tell you right now, you're going to like it. If you like this podcast, you're going to like that one. Go find Bound by Oath on your favorite podcast app, Today. All right, this is coming from Newsweek. California's universal health care failure is a wake-up call for Democrats. California Democrats' failure to pass universal health care bill on Monday could be a wake-up call for the party nationwide about the risks of trying to implement a single-payer system. Uh, don't worry, it'll work for the nation. Yeah. But the problem is that they're just trying to do this in one state. And, <laughs> you know, anyway. That's a good question. If, if one single state can't pay for it, then how would all of the 50 states Didn't we already pay do for that it? in Maryland? Um, they uh, they tried it uh, wherever, uh, wherever what's-his-name was that ran. Bill, now I can't think Bill of his well, name. Right? No, uh, Mitt Romney, wherever he was, they tried Massachusetts. it. Massachusetts. Yeah. They I, tried it. It didn't even work there. Yeah. Um, in California, as you guys know, they have a massive budget surplus this year, and they <laughs> still can't handle doing it because they probably can't have COVID and a big cash injection from the federal government every mm -hmm. single year. So they can't do it. 
Experts who spoke to Newsweek suggested that the plan brought before the California State Assembly was a step too far and indicated the limitations of liberal ambitions. Democrats control 50 of the Assembly's 80 seats, excuse me, and 41 votes were needed to keep the legislation alive. The bill would have created the first universal health care system in the U.S., and legislative analysis showed that the system would cost between $314 to $390 billion in federal and state funds. Federal and state funds? Hmm. Which we know that's underestimated, so you might as well double it at least. Mm -hmm. So $600 to $700 billion is what the real number would be. Thomas Gift, founding creator of the University College London Center. Director of the, he didn't create the college. Sorry, he's a founding director of the university's College London Center on U.S. Politics, said that the Assembly's failure was a warning sign for Democrats who supported similar proposals. The California legislature's failure to bring the universal health care bill to a vote is a wake-up call for Democrats, including in Washington. It shows just how far the country is from adopting a socialized health insurance program. If universal health care can't get off the ground in California... One of the most liberal of states, it's not going to fly in the nation as a whole. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that those two things mean the same thing. They don't. They don't. There is an idea. The problem is states, states have to, for, for a, a little bit, they can go outside their budgets for a while, right? Then they can try and get bailouts and stuff, but they, they can't print their own money. So they do have to look at costs a little bit more than the federal government does. Or they do look at costs. I'm not saying the federal government doesn't have to look at costs. But I'm saying they do look at costs a little bit more than the federal government does because the federal government can just go into debt and print its own money. And so the states can't exactly do the same thing. So I think you're right. It would be a little bit different on a, on a federal level. And also people would perceive that on a bigger level, it would be easier for us to implement somehow instead of doing it in a state. Uh, but I don't know why. That's just what they would probably think. Mm. So regardless of its merits and regardless of how many times progressives tell themselves that America should adopt a European-style welfare state, anything that smacks of socialized health care remains a hard sell among the U.S. public. I just think it is surprising that the that California didn't go for it. That is that is pretty surprising. And you kind of see a weird trend. They, and they in, only needed 41 Democrats to do it. And mm -hmm. They have 50. Yeah, and they couldn't even get 41 and sign on to do it. That's crazy. Yeah, it's good news. Hmm. It, kind of. I don't know. Now they're just going to start pushing harder for a federal one. We could have seen it happen. I was kind of hoping it would happen in California. Sorry, all the people that are in California. I was kind of hoping it would happen so we could see how much of another failure it was. Mm -hmm. uh, but I guess we're not going to get that. We'll just have to try it on the national scale and see how much yeah. of a failure it is. <laughs> so, okay. The, so speaking of Are you people, saying we have to, like, everything has to, like, blow up? for us to institute liberty? Pa well, yeah, I do think that that is the, I think we can probably truck along on the same trend line that they're on right now for, that we're on right now for, for a while, just kind of go, keep going back and forth and plunging just a little bit further into tyranny. This isn't a very white pill conversation. Uh, I don't think we would get the form of government or market that we want without something really bad happening. But not to say that I wouldn't, uh, vote for people or push people or or support policies that slowly moved in that direction. But we don't ever move in that direction. We will, because it's White Pill Wednesday. But we don't ever move in that direction. Well, <laughs> Sorry. Once, once freedom is lost, it's pretty hard to get it back. Um, so speaking of 
people starting to see just how crazy people on the left are, crazy people on, on the Democratic side are getting. Not that Republicans or the right doesn't have its share of crazies, but this clip from, from Bill Maher, which you might have heard on some other podcasts and stuff this week. I don't know. Um, it was really good. I cut some excerpts out of it. Where there's cuts and stuff, I kind of cut out laughter and everything because we don't really have to sit here and wait for all the laughter to, to finish up and everything. But he went on a really, really good rant against just how crazy people on the left are getting right now. And uh, well, this video looks like it's kind of messed up. Let me see. All right, so let's get going on this. Let's get this straight. It's not me who's changed. It's the left who is now made up of a small contingent who've gone mental and a large contingent who refused to call them out for it. But I will. That's why I'm a hero at Fox these days. Which shows just how much liberals have their head up their ass. Because if they really thought about it, they would have made me a hero on their media. But, but that can't happen in this ridiculous new era of mind-numbing partisanship. Where if I keep it real about the nonsense in the Democratic Party, it makes me an instant hero to Republicans. What a sad commentary on our politics, where simply acknowledging reality is now seen as a profile in courage. <laughs> People sometimes say to me, you don't, you didn't, you didn't used to make fun of the left as much. Yeah, because they didn't give me so much to work with. <laughs> the oath of office I took was to comedy. And if you do goofy shit, wherever you are on the spectrum, I'm going to make fun of you because that's where the gold is. And the fact that they are laughing at it should tell you something. It rings true. When normal people read that San Francisco has basically legalized shoplifting, they think Democrats have gone nuts. It's not my fault that the party of FDR and JFK is turning into the party of LOL and WTF. <laughs> Members of Congress tweeting things like cancel rent, cancel mortgage, and no more policing or incarceration, declaring that capitalism is slavery, canceling Lincoln and Dr. Seuss, teaching children they're oppressors and math is racist. <laughs> And now an emoji for pregnant men. Real. I'm not making it up. California just passed a law requiring large retailers to have a non-gendered toy section. A non-gendered toy section? Isn't Ken enough? <laughs> we need a law for that? Do you have to inject yourselves into everything? from where you can throw a Frisbee to who can braid hair? This is why so many people, by the way, were triggered by COVID policies. They were already sick of rules. But Democrats have become a parody of themselves, just making rules to make rules, because it makes you feel like you're a better person. Making sure that everything bad never happens again, which you can never fully do. It just makes everyone else's life a drag. And Democrats no longer possess the common sense to understand that not every problem in the world can be fixed with a regulation. Regular viewers of this program may recall my long battle to get solar power hooked up at my house. It involved this shed, which had to be built to house this solar battery. Yes, that battery needed a house to live in. 
And not just any house, one that had to follow the specifications of this chart. That's a real chart of the steps we had to go through to get this thing turned on. Democrats have to stop thinking that what the voters dream about is to be hassled. Okay. That's pretty good. That's, that is really good. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, obviously more on the left with pretty much everything, but even people who are on the left, say like on economic policies or on social policies, that's where a lot of people still end up staying on the left because of, you know, whatever, gay marriage and stuff like that. They still end up being on the left, gay marriage, abortion, stuff like that. They're not really down with all of the insanity. I don't think that thinking that people should have the right to get married if they want to makes you a leftist. Maybe it did at one time, okay, but it doesn't really anymore. So I think he should, uh, I mean, I don't know if he still considers himself a, uh, I'm sure he's still on the left, but he's definitely moving more towards the center. And uh, I'd like to see him move a little bit more to the right. Maybe that's going to happen over time. Not as if being the, you know, libertarians aren't exactly left or right. I think you said that yesterday. Whatever you call moving to be more libertarian, that's where I'd like him to be. Yeah. It's on really like a different plane of the of this whole spectrum. Well, at least we have someone on the left. That's the obviously the white pill of this. It's someone on the left speaking out mm-hmm. against the insanity. I mean, they're trying to make... Well, it's not, what the fringe groups are trying to do is trying to make the, the reasonable people fringe. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to do. They're passing off their fringeness to, the, to reasonable folks who are like... This is crazy. This is getting this is this is getting way out of hand. And I like what Joe said here. It's it's not a parody. This was completely predictable. Mm-hmm. Like the you could see this from space, <laughs> honestly. And I think that's what Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are doing. Probably they're trying to just get watching a from space. View, yeah, I got exactly. You. Of all of the craziness that's going on, and um, and I'm you know luckily HBO is not censoring. Yeah, that oh, that was another part. Bill this Maher. is this is on HBO. This is uh, yeah. probably a pretty big show. I don't know what his audience is. You know, he's no Joe Rogan or anything like that. But uh, he's probably got a pretty good audience. He's probably got as many people watching him as CNN or more, more than likely. So it's just good that someone's out there saying this stuff, and it's someone that people on the left will listen to when they get these critiques. Now, eventually, they're just going to paint him as a right wing supremacist, a a white wing supremacist more than more than likely is what's going to happen because you can't have someone out there throwing out dissenting opinions like this. He'll be the equivalent of an uncle Tom, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever that, <laughs> however that works. Yeah. You do the math on that You're one. A leftist, but anti-leftist. But this is the natural trend that a lot of societies go on. You got to keep going further or, you know, what's crazy is the way that they negotiate and people on the right need to get better at this, but here's how someone on the left negotiates. And this is why we always move that way. Here's the negotiation. I get some of what I want and you get nothing of what you want. That is the way that they negotiate. And so it always moves in that direction. And people on, we need more people, I guess I can say in Congress, uh, that will negotiate in the same manner. Like, no, we don't, we don't need to have either a, a uh, 10% hike in taxes or a 5% hike in taxes. We need to have a reduction in taxes. Well, I'm not going to let you just throw out this negotiation and then we're just going to compromise on taking away some people's freedoms and liberties. We're actually going to sort of take less 
money from people. We're going to reduce the amount of regulations that are out there. And so they got to get better at negotiation uh, like people on the left are because they, they, they hold their ground on a lot of stuff. And they've done a great job at creating this narrative that if you're not with them, then you're a racist. Uh, you're a fascist. Well, they'll throw things out that are so absolutely crazy that when you meet them in the middle, it's what they wanted all along. Mm -hmm. Great negotiation tactic. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Okay, the um, the next thing, we have a couple more things in here. This kind of goes away from some of the stuff we've been talking. I'll do the short one, and then I'll let you you do the mRNA since you're a uh, registered nurse in uh, Honduras. <laughs> so no, we'll let you do that yeah. one as our as our resident. Since I have some experience with vaccines, medical. you think? Yeah, that's right. You can speak on behalf of mRNA te technology here in a minute. <laughs> okay. People aren't going to like the conversation, but we're going to have it. All right. One good thing here, Tesla is now letting non-Tesla drivers use its superchargers in three countries. Now, the reason I thought this is a good white pill is because we just had this uh, massive bill that Congress was trying to pass where they were going to spend hundreds of billions of dollars putting EV chargers all over the place because no one's going to do it. And, and what they don't realize well, GM is doing it. They're the yeah, leaders of the first people to do it. Yeah. Yeah. They're, definitely. They're the innovators of electric vehicle technology. And what they don't realize is that <laughs> the people building the EVs can't sell the EVs if, if people have nowhere to charge them. So they're also going to build the charging networks. It would take a lot of double A batteries. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have to use we always like the, get extra of those at Christmas time. Cause you know, lots of toys have <laughs> batteries. So. Well, so they're good right now, but those are going to start running out. I'm telling you, the car is going to run through a whole pack of those pretty quick. Yeah. So Tesla is going a step further and actually building its network and allowing people who don't have Teslas to charge at their chargers as well. So they're once again leading the way in this idea here. Of course, no one's really going to talk about it, but Tesla's expanding the program that lets non-Tesla owners plug into the company's superchargers in France and Norway. The, the electric vehicle maker opened up 10 of its charging stations in the Netherlands to owners of non-Tesla EVs in November. On Monday, it announced the pilot would expand to two more countries. The program now includes roughly 40 supercharger locations. Tesla's vast network of supercharger stations is a key advantage in the battle for EV supremacy. He's an EV supremacist. That's what it is. The company has spent nearly a decade dotting the globe with around 3,500 locations and 31,000 individual charging plugs that Tesla owners can operate and pay for through an app. Owners of the electric cars need to rely on a hodgepodge of public charging networks from companies like EVgo, ChargePoint, and Electrify America. The expanded pilot indicates Tesla is serious about the possibility of making superchargers more widely accessible. What I love about this is that we're going to get what we typically get from the government, which is by the time they actually do this and they allocate the money for it and they start building it, it's not going to be necessary at all because the market's already going to do it. And so we're going to have another example of how the market is actually going to fulfill its own need. And the government's going to come in here in like 10 years and start putting chargers out because no one's going to do it. And there's not even going to be a need for them. Now, that's not good. But I do like that we consistently get these examples. Because, I mean, 10 years ago, somebody in a Tesla meeting was like, hey, guys, we're going to build these electric cars. They need to be charged. So, And they were like, oh, yeah, Bob, that's a great idea. Well, we should develop a team to strategically place these things across where people are going to use our, our product that we're making. Notice how they didn't say, we just need to wait for the government to build them. Right. They didn't say right. that. They said, we're going to build them. Mm -hmm. the, anyway. 
They also couldn't sell their cars if there weren't any roads, by the way. Just another All right, side folks, topic. On to some mis- misinformation. So warning. <laughs> this yes. actually doesn't have to do with the COVID vaccine at all. This is know, a but this is we're talking about mRNA technology. Mm-hmm. So this is this is misinformation, probably. <laughs> all right. From nextgov.com, how mRNA and DNA vaccines could soon treat cancers, HIV, autoimmune disorders, and genetic diseases. How about that? How can a vaccine treat cancers or chronic infectious diseases? Well, T-cell responses are very important for identifying cells infected with chronic diseases and aberrant cancer cells. They also play a big role in eliminating these cells from the body. When a cell becomes cancerous, it starts producing uh, neoantigens. In normal cases, the immune system detects these neoantigens, recognizes that something's wrong with the cell, and eliminates it. Straight up. It's a miracle of science. It's committing cellular murder <laughs> at the cellular level Geno- inside your own body. Genocide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Genocide. <laughs> okay. The reason some people get tumors is that their immune system isn't quite capable of eliminating the tumor cells, so the cells propagate. And also, your body can kind of trick itself and being like, oh, that thing's fine. Yeah, it's a little messed up, but it's okay. We we have other fish to fry. Okay, with an mRNA or DNA vaccine, the goal is to make your body better able to recognize the very specific neoantigens the cancer cell has produced. If your immune system can recognize and see those better, it will attack the cancer cells and eliminate them from the body. The same strategy can be applied to the elimination of chronic infections like HIV, hepatitis B, and herpes. These viruses infect the human body and stay in the body forever unless the immune system eliminates them. Similar to the way nucleic acid vaccines can train the immune system to eliminate cancer cells, they can be used to train our immune cells to recognize and eliminate chronically infected cells. So so they go in here and they, they talk about later on these uh, trials that are going on. There's a pretty big one going on right now. I don't know if you heard about it. They've got like a billion people in a clinical trial for mRNA technology right now. And it's yeah. a... <laughs> Few, okay, sorry, few, there's the one billion. thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so a lot of you probably know that my wife works for a cancer research center. And so what she told me a couple of years ago is that there's actually some really exciting stuff going on. And she had told me a couple, uh, well, a few years ago about this mRNA technology. And she was explaining to me how it worked and how it was actually showing that it was working in, in treating cancer and eliminating it. And I, you know... And with all the bad stuff that we can have to say about the evil mRNAs and all the mRNA DNA technology out there, there might be some good, some really good things that can be done with it. Okay. And so we don't, what I don't want to do is look at this and say, oh, I'll just keep my cancer because there's a evil Moderna mRNA thing going on right yeah. here because Moderna is one of the companies working on this. But there is a difference. There's a lot higher risk if you're someone who has cancer or a lot of other diseases. So there is a bit of a difference like that. Even if there are dangers that people don't like with the technology, you might be able to do a little bit more of a cost-benefit analysis on that. Well, so, and there's always trade-offs. Like, you, you don't know exactly what resequencing your own DNA can do, mm-hmm. right? Um, we're obviously very complicated, so there needs to be a lot of what, what I call in the software world of uh, regression testing. So when you... 
when you alter the code, right, of something that is built, um, although you may solve a solution or you may provide a solution to one problem, are there problems you're creating that you are creating on the back end that is going to mess up other parts of the code? And so there, there is amazing people working on amazing technology mm-hmm. on all sorts of things. And it's very impressive. And I think, I think this is, can only be good things. And if God, I mean, if you're given a, a prognosis of six months to live because of cancer and you want to try something, maybe it causes heart disease in 20 years, but you would have been dead in six months. So you can deal with the heart disease in 20 years because now you made it past the six months. The cancer has gone. I mean, you can, you can make those decisions. Mm-hmm. You should be allowed to make those decisions. Another interesting thing is they were talking about the history of the mRNA technology for vaccines, and they said that it was first uh, brought up like 30 years ago that mRNA could be used for vaccines against stuff like cancer, and uh, which is when Robert Malone was publishing his paper about using mRNA technology. They didn't mention him. They mentioned several other doctors in the piece, but they didn't mention him. But uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting. Well, because he's misinformation. Mm, of course. Yeah. Okay, we'll do uh, one more thing here uh, because I, I want to go home because I have a terrible headache right now and, uh, and, and, and a slight fever. You look okay. awful. Thank you. I got to tell you. So I just thought it was good to leave with this nice, wholesome video of this... Uh, Older woman stopping someone from shoplifting at a Walmart and just ask herself whether or not you'd have the guts to be as uh, as, as old as this as one. old as her <laughs> and also as strong as her. Either one of those things. Okay, so here here that is. There's a guy leaving the store with a whole shopping cart full of goods. You gonna pay for that? Huh? You gonna pay for that? Yeah. Where? Huh? You gonna pay for it? Uh, this old woman's blocking him. Ripping his mask off. Called him an asshole. <laughs> Come on, bud. Come on. Get out. Come on. Get out. Take your shit and go. Fuck off. Listen, I mean, she went for it. Really? I mean, that takes some guts right there. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm just happy. And she wasn't someone that was working there. She was another shopper that was leaving at the same time and she blocked the door. She's going to get fired from social security. (laughs) She'll get, (laughs) she'll get, now this was actually in Canada. So maybe they'll take her off of the uh, universal healthcare or something like that. I don't know what the punishment is. Extra tax. So she's probably okay. She's probably vaccinated so she can do whatever she wants. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if I would have done the, the same, the exact same thing in that scenario. Uh, would you have done that, Charlie? Been I, able to pull his mask off of him and try to hold his cart so he couldn't take it? I don't think so. Um, I, you know, they're <laughs> obviously, I have a problem. I know that I do. I try to see the best in people. Mm. It is a problem that I have. Yeah. It is. It, it does work out well for other things. Um, but I tend, you wouldn't get this reference because you haven't watched it, but I, I most of the time tend to take the Ted Lasso approach which is I try to understand, like, 
I would try to understand why he's stealing this. Yeah. You know, like, hey, man, like, where are you homeless right now? Like, what's going on? Are these things that you need? Like, I'm more opt to, like, buy it. And so if he, if he had a good reason, be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm more opt to, like, buy his <laughs> cart for him so that he's not stealing, and then he has things that he needs. But also, it is, I mean, it's wrong. It's a crime, obviously. You shouldn't take things from others. Um, so I don't know necessarily that I would have behaved similarly, although I... You know, hey, the community helping the community out, so I think is a good thing. I'd like to see the rest of the video where she hops up in her truck and heads on to Ottawa right <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> she's she's there buying sign, uh, things to make <laughs> a sign. Making signs. That's what it was. You're jacking up the price for the rest of us, asshole. <laughs> Earmuffs, by the way, for the video. Yeah. Just I'd, in case. I'm just repeating what she said. Yeah. I didn't come up with that word. No, I'm offended by the foul language that was in there. I know. All right. What would you do? Um, you, you, you know, couldn't do it. no, I wouldn't have done it no. at all. I you probably would have went and hid in the corner somewhere <laughs> or like looked away and acted like I didn't see it. Probably. You would have turned your blind eye. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Listen, she gets, she knew she'd have a pass cause she's, cause she's old. She's like, I can do this. He's, it's not like he's going to hit me or anything. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I'm going to stick my neck out there for Walmart or anything. Oh, I've seen some people hit old people before. It's yeah. Not, it could definitely happen. Yeah. That's, and you know. Walmart has protocols for this stuff. It's they, they can write off their shoplifting. Mm -hmm. It's not like they're really going to lose the money. And I don't know if it actually jacks up prices for. I don't know. I mean, well, sure it does. Look, they have look, to account for the theft. Shoplifting is bad. Yeah. Okay. I'm not trying to defend that at all. Um, yeah, they gotta they gotta raise their prices. I mean, it's going to affect your profitability. Those are those are goods that they bought from somewhere, and so that's a that's a loss of products that they weren't able to sell. That happens enough, like say you're a Walgreens in San Francisco or something like that, that happens enough, eventually you're just going to close your doors because you'd have to jack your prices up times 10 to be able to afford everything. Yeah. Eventually, if it were just widespread happening all the time. The so. live group, um, they said a couple of folks said they would have done it. Uh, Costco says that I'm not strong enough to stop them. So if I attempted it, I probably wouldn't have <laughs> succeeded. Uh, Daisy says, meanwhile, you're like six, seven plus, you know, <laughs> you got some weight behind you not yeah. to throw your weight out there. Pretty big dude, but just I, not strong enough. Yeah. I can't even <laughs> lift a 20 pound dumbbell over my head. So no that's way the problem. Daisy says that if she were a dude, she'd do it, which I think is sexist, <laughs> but, uh, who am I to judge? And uh, a couple other folks said that they would do it. No one's saying that they wouldn't do it. So see, I think it would be safer as a as a woman or an old lady to do it unless because they decide be, to hit you. Yeah, unless they do try to hit you or whatever, that would be bad. You know, yeah. I guess. And not that a that a woman wouldn't be able to hit back or take a punch for all. Yeah, Let, trust me, women can take a punch. Okay, it's totally fine. But <laughs> oh, now we have some folks coming in and said they wouldn't do it. There we go. So it's a mix. It's a mix up. All right. I'm just trying to see what kind of people we got in the group, if they're going to get in the mix like that, or if they're going to be recording on their phones. They wouldn't do it. They are beating up people in San Francisco. So, I mean, that's the thing, folks. It's, you, you have to take into consideration uh, all the elements. The risk. The risk. Mm -hmm. The risk associated. And what's I the mean, benefit? What if he had a gun? Mm -hmm. Could have start, started shooting. Like, maybe he'll get arrested and charged with murder later, but then you're dead. Yeah. So, you're not going to see justice. You won't. Yeah, you don't see justice. Mm -mm. Your family might. Maybe your family so, gets revenge. I don't know. You have to take these things into consideration. And, you know, good for her for, for having the gall to step it up. And 
I, you know, unless my adrenaline's pumping, I don't know what I would do. Well, on that note, let's go home. Yeah. On a completely unrelated note. Yeah. It's time to end the show. Yes. All right, y'all. If you enjoyed today's show, as I know that you did, as always, please sign up on Locals, goodmorningliberty.locals.com. We actually have several people that follow us on there, too. It's kind of another social media platform. So even if you even if you don't want to fork over the dollars yet, get on there and follow us. Nate does post some content. for You Go- can still see 30-second previews of stuff that everyone else yeah. gets posted to them. Exactly. And if you want to see the full thing, then you do have to put up the funds. Uh, it's a very small amount of funds. Mm-hmm. Ask, ask all the people in the live group when you get in. And hey, it, how much did you pay? And they're like, yeah, not very much. It is not tracking with inflation either. We've been charging five bucks minimum through Patreon and now locals for, for three years now. Decades. Two almost. or three. Yeah. So uh, sign up. GoodMorningLiberty.Locals.com. Follow us on there. Keep in touch. It's the best way to get a hold of us. Um, and then follow us. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and review. It seems like Spotify is overtaking Apple Podcasts now, so sticking up for Joe might be the good thing. Got a lot of Joes. Mm-hmm. A lot of good Joes. A bunch of good And Joes. some bad Joes. And some sloppy Joes, too. <laughs> That's what they got. That's my dad joke for the That was a good one, show. yeah. So on that note, share the show with a friend. Share it with an enemy. Share it with your grandma, because clearly they're listening, and they're taking down criminals, and it's a good, it's a good thing. So if you do all those things, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good Morning Liberty.